Welcome back to Autism, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child, and we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee, and in this podcast, Dr. Sheely talks to us about behavior and the guiding relationship. Let's listen in. Wonderful families come to me, and one of the first things I hear is I have this, and I want to say this, I completely, as a parent and a professional, understand why they say this. Parents come to me with hearts full, wanting to know how can we solve this behavior? How can we address that? This is happening. I want to fix this. And I always think of it as a chicken or egg, you know, which came first, the guiding relationship or addressing the behavior how do you talk to professionals who see who see wonderful loving parents and to parents about this this is a challenging topic i think you know i think it's challenging for any parent when there's a behavior that continues you don't understand it and you don't know what to do about it and um i think typically when people think about things like this they think about a reward or punishment system. And it's like, they think in a linear way. If I do this, I can expect this. And I guess sometimes that works. But to be honest with you, Catherine, I've never been able to be consistent enough <laughs> to make to make something like that work. Um, when I see a behavior like that, the first thing that I do is kind of monitor it and see what's going on. Is it a certain time of the day? Is there some, Is there a correlation between that and something else? Um, so at first I like to understand if there's a time correlation with, uh, what, with what's going on. Then I like to think about the complexity of why this might be happening. And all of these things are really hard. Because really, it's much easier if you say, I'll give you a quarter if you stop that, (laughs) and the child stops it. That never works. I mean, that never works. And the opposite doesn't work either. You're going to be in timeout. Because a lot of times, the behaviors that are, um, that we think are problematic are impulsive. And so timeout would never have enough strength to stop something that's impulsive, not impulsive behavior. So that's where I like to get started. I like to get started by trying to understand the behavior. I also like to understand, um, if I'm a parent, how am I supporting this? How am I, how am I, um, uh, how am I encouraging it? So. It is a hard topic because we can both understand why I have if I'm the parent, a desire for this to stop or the other to stop, sometimes even very destructive things. But one of the things I love about RDI is your whole section that you and Dr. Gutstein developed on understanding. And when you have understanding, I think it helps you have a different point of view on behavior, don't you? I think it does. Um, I know it does for me. If you, if you think about this child, if you think about a child who can't tell you what's the matter. And I've heard parents say, 
What's the matter? What What's the matter? What's the matter? But if you have a child whose biological system is aroused and you start questioning that child, you have exacerbated the situation. And so what was a minor upset is now maybe a full-blown tantrum or maybe even an aggressive act, which makes it more difficult to deal with. So how does the guiding relationship play into this? For me, and I've had many talks like this, I say some of this is is not really going to go away until you have an established guiding relationship. I think that's true. And I think we also know that there are some things that have nothing to do with the guiding relationship. They are, so for example, one of the questions I like to ask parents, is it a problem because it's embarrassing or is it a problem because it's dangerous? And somewhere in the middle of those two extremes lie other things that might be problematic. But if it's an embarrassing kind of stim or something like that the child does, I think we have to understand that as a parent, if we can get a child in a better, in a better regulatory pattern, that some of those things are going to go away on their own. Sometimes just the guiding relationship reduces some of these things. However, if it's dangerous, then that's another whole, that's another whole bag of tricks. Not a good choice, not a good term, I don't think. But we need to understand, is there something It's triggering it. This is probably one of the odder things I've ever said to you. But I remember one time a little boy who, when we started trying to figure out if something was triggering this awful behavior that was going on with him, we realized that 20 minutes after he had had milk, it happened. Now, please, I want everybody listening. I'm not suggesting that these things come from uh, lactose intolerance. But what we discovered when we started looking at it, there was actually something that's triggering it. That's the easy part. I mean, if you can find out something that's triggering a very complex behavior and it's more linear rather than layers of complexity, that makes it kind of easy. But I would say that the first thing any parent in a guiding relationship wants to do is understand this behavior. What's the meaning from it? Is it something the child does, wants to escape? You know, we've all had children who don't want to do the dishes, right? (laughs) So, but usually there's some way to understand it. And I think it's important that we take the time, whatever, whatever, um, whatever time that's, going to take to figure it out. So I say start with taking the time. I am also a fan of videotaping the behavior. And I want to be careful about this because just by videotaping the behavior, I don't mean that we're going to embarrass the child. Look what you look, look, this is the way you look when you do that. No, no, no. I'm not saying it for that reason. But sometimes understanding what happened 20 minutes before, 20 minutes after, or just looking at it. We'll see something that might be helpful 
to a physician. A lot of our kids on medication. Is there something going on with medication? So I don't want to ever, I don't want to ever rule out immediately that something physical is going on with the child. Also don't want to rule out that it's not being triggered by something. If it does seem to be a hundred percent random, then we just need to investigate further. The guiding relationship is um, the guiding relationship is really a wonderful way for parents to approach anything that's going on with their child. Everybody stay calm. Everybody stay calm. And let's, we're in this together, going to help you do this. One of the most comforting things that I hold in my heart and my mind that you have ever said to me is autism makes all of us feel incompetent at times. So I think whether we have parents with us or professionals listening to us today, it's important to know that if you feel that way, when you're confronted with these things, when your child is so struggling and hurting, you're not alone. I think that's true. And um, as professionals, we want to figure it out too. I would like to say usually there's no quick answer. There's no quick response to it. But I am a believer that if we take the time and we honestly are trying to understand what's going with a child who usually cannot tell us that um, we're going to be in a good place. And thanks for joining us for Autism, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.